That's Hoping For by Adelaide rock band Bad Dreams. Their music has hit the Aria charts and they've toured internationally with Midnight Oil, but their success might not have been possible if it weren't for Australia's live music scene. This week, the government is in talks over legislating a new contemporary music body as part of its national cultural policy. But can it support regional musical festivals already struggling to just pull through, particularly after the pandemic? Joining you from Canberra is Mitch Wilson, the Managing Director of the Australian Festival Association. Also joining us is Max Donoghue, who's Festival Director of Down South. Uh, It's a rock festival in Port Ferry, which is Victoria, and a drummer in the Melbourne band Cutters. Welcome to both of you. Thanks for having me. Hi, how's it going? Good. Mitch, a string of festivals have been hit by rising costs, wild weather, it goes on, um, sometimes leading to cancellations. Are many festivals having to shut down? Uh, I think we've seen it's pretty inconsistent. It's, you know, dependent on the weather around whenever their festival happens to be on and, you know, what ticket sales are like. Um, It's really a bit of a luck game and there's not a lot of uh, insurance or backing from uh, for festivals coming out of lockdown with all these extreme weather events. So it's just whether or not they're willing to take the risk at this stage. Max, the Down South Festival, is, I think it's in its second year. Tell us about it and how many yeah. people you're expecting to, to come along. Yeah, so um, um, last year was... Yeah, last year it was sort of like a slam dunk in a way, which kind of was straight after the pandemic. And um, there was funding available at the time, but um, Music Victoria and Creative Victoria were trying to get um, events happening in regional areas. So that sort of sparked the idea for it. Um, and we sold we sold out straight away. Um, but, oh, well, not straight away, but in a week, you know. And, we, and um, so I sort of took that confidence into this year. Um, 600 people, it's at the local pub. They have a great outdoor area. Um, but yeah, and then this year it's been polar opposite. Like you know, what every week just like counting the numbers and you know looking at the budget and just sort of fingers crossed. And yeah, I think we'll be all right. But it, yeah, it's very stressful. Yeah. Do Do you know why? I mean, you say it's just been really quite a different experience. Yeah. Do you get a sense of why? Um. Um. Well, like last year, yeah. Well why we're struggling this year i mean last year we did have a massive headliner that were um that i'm not entirely sure that i would have been able to get given that we didn't have the funding but um and they were sort of it was amel and the sniffers and they've had like they had a huge hot run um last year and they were on the up and they've obviously gone on to do amazing things overseas so it was a factor of timing and then straight out of the pandemic like we ran um two weeks after the restrictions lifted and yeah but this year it's um like it's sort of like the mark yeah market is like flooded there's a lot of international bands that are coming over and touring um and mm. yeah people are waiting to the last minute to decide if they're going to go to one thing or the other and maybe they don't have that you know that money in their budget to um buy it buy it yeah, it's, well in advance good- yeah it's a good point about mm. the the money in your pocket too. There's sort of an economic decline going on at the moment too, isn't there, Mitch? So that's no doubt part of yeah. the story. So, Mitch, are smaller yeah. regional festivals facing greater challenges than the bigger events that attract the big names? 
To be honest, everyone's uh, facing a lot of challenges. I think, yeah, the fact that uh, larger festivals that are, you know, got a strong backing are finding it um, tough is indicative of how, uh, yeah, difficult the market is at the moment. I think just the economics of a music festival anywhere in the country and depending on the size is 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 hard because you've got to get to such high ticket sales before you even break even and the sort of, yeah, you know, yeah, last yeah. 10% of your ticket sales are where you sort of start to make your money and really turn a profit to then, you know, set you up to do the, the next years. So I think, yeah, just with increased supplier costs being up at least 30% across the board, the soft ticket sales that they're experiencing from cost of living to lots of content in the market, um, insurance costs have gone up or people can't get offered insurance. So you're sort of yep. unwilling to take the chance if you don't know that you're, you're not really backed. And then extreme weather on top for, you know, music festivals and outdoor events are particularly challenged last year with the La Nina um, weather events that we saw. So it's just a bit of a perfect storm. And, yeah, why we're down in Canberra sort of talking to the government about, you know, the need for further support to get us through these next two summer seasons and, you know, to make sure that festivals and live music are really sort of central to the focus of the funding allocated to Music Australia that's come out of the cultural policy. Yeah, Max, Bad Dreams are one of the bands headlining down south, and I've already got some text messages from fans of Bad Dreams, so maybe they'll get a ticket now, but how much do regional <laughs> musical festivals help local acts find an audience? Oh, they're, they're, they're huge. Like, I'll just use where, um, where we're based, for example. Like, um, in southwest Victoria for years and years where I grew up, we had this venue called The Loft, and that was sort of like the go-to place for all um, bands and whatnot. And that's, that since that shut down, like I think a lot of people have taken, like in this, I'm talking specifically Southwest um, area, but a lot of people, musicians and have taken it upon themselves to put on their own events like Goomfest and, um, you know, there's mine. And then on the weekend there was this Sunflower Fest in Warrnambool. And that, the reason they're doing that is because there isn't a live music venue in Southwest Victoria in Warrnambool anymore. Um, so when that, big festival does roll around once a year that's that time where those local acts are sort of going oh cool we might get you know we might get asked to play there might be a spot for us um, and it gets them really excited and whatnot so yeah mm. there's yeah even like like i said yeah it's it's really difficult like yeah <laughs> It sounds really mm. tricky. Mitch, you mentioned being in Canberra. In fact, I'm in Canberra. We're in Parliament House together at the moment. The federal government's revealed their national, national cultural policy last week. Big uh, announcement there. They're allocating $70 million to this new body called Music Australia. Is that, is that going to solve this conundrum? What do you want the body to do? I, like, I think the federal government focusing on funding for contemporary music and support for contemporary music is extremely welcome. We never have seen the amount of funding permanently uh, sort of locked in coming out of the Australia Council before, but 70 million over four years for the whole music industry from singer-songwriters to, you know, labels, to, uh, touring overseas to music festivals and, and venues and everything. It's it's going to be hard to divvy it up and it's sort of going to be industry-led. It doesn't start until July 1. Like, we're seeing festivals cancel now. It's really sort of uh, in need of, of additional support. We've asked for it out of the budget. Some states are doing well, like down in Victoria. They're, you know, quite supportive of their regional festivals, but it's just not consistent. You mean consist the state governments? Correct, mm -hmm. yeah. It's just not consistent across the board. So I think 
Music Australia will be good. Uh, it'll all depend on how the governance structures are set up to make sure that live and festivals have got representation and then the funding comes to us. But, um, yeah, there's definitely great challenges. Uh, you know, we need government at the table with the insurance um, industry to sort of solve some of those problems. The Jobs and Skills Summit and legislation, making sure that arts and entertainment have got that stream set up so that the increase in supplier costs we're seeing is because, you know, there's labour shortages in a whole bunch of those production and sound and sort of even just security and fencing and all of that. If the yeah. government is sort of training up new people on the skills front, then we'll really see some of those supplier costs come down because there'll be, you know, greater competition in the market. Uh, it's a pretty important um, uh, area, I think, the arts generally, but music, and I know many music lovers on this show listening right now. Thank you to both of you, and uh, good luck with your festival too, Max. Yeah, good thank luck, Max. Thanks, Thanks for having, having me on the program. Yeah, thank you. Mitch Wilson is the Managing Director of the Australian Festival Association, and Max Donoghue is the Festival Director of Down South in Port Ferry, which kicks off on the 25th of February. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.